and welcome to Comment Section. It is a podcast where we bring to the table the beautiful bright wooden table of... Which you can't see if you're listening to this. Yes, or watching it, actually. I, I know. It is, it's not visible on any medium, but it is a wooden table. And, and we're we bringing things to the table in the form of news stories. Which we tried we'll, to do last week, but yeah, let me tell you. Yeah, let's just talk about what we... Let's talk about what we failed to do last week yes. for the next hour and a half. Previously on comment <laughs> section. <laughs> or say you with a chimpanzee if it brought you back to the world. Yeah, so there you go. Now you have to go back and listen to that episode, if you didn't catch it, to find out what you were missing. Um, so we're going to actually say news stories yes, this episode. We will try. Entertainment Round last week, movies, TV, yes, games. Last week was basically a tribute to the legendary Batman, Adam West. Yep. And this week is a tribute to just a news story yes. that is well, like uh, last episode, I mentioned that uh, my news was not very much news. It was kind of old news at that point. This is even more so. I shouldn't even be saying it because it's a pathetic excuse for news because it's probably about a month old at this point. But I had to mention it yes. because I just wanted to because it was the more interesting one in my own life. <clears throat> and that is, there has been a comeback recently, about four weeks ago, at the yes. time of recording this podcast. Yes. <clears throat> By the time they hear it, six. <laughs> taking, taking us back to the 90s <gasps> the early early 90s as early as you can go in the 90s 1990 yeah <laughs> 1990 january 1st 1990 there was a show that didn't do that well and was canceled very early in only two seasons yes the first one only being a few episodes and then a second season and it's finally come back how many episodes did the whole thing have 30-ish i think okay um uh, and it is the show, the cult classic, Twin Peaks. And I actually just watched that series for the first time, just binge-watched it. The new one or the old one? Uh, the old one. So the, the new one version. hasn't come out yet? It came out a month, it came out a few weeks oh, okay. ago. Um, <clears throat> um, I just recently watched it, a, like a, just a, maybe a few weeks before that came out, and I didn't even know this was happening. Because I had just kind of discovered and started really liking the show. And if you don't know, and if anyone doesn't know, and at the time of its original re release back in, in the 90s, it, it wasn't exactly this huge show. Mostly because I would say at the time, the type of television that people wanted, people probably didn't want that at the time. Because they have its time. I, yeah, um... I would say mostly because it's a mystery. It's like a very strange, little bit supernatural mystery show where almost the entire series, basically, is solving this one mystery. So episode after episode after episode, people didn't find out what the answer <laughs> to the mystery was. But now you can just binge watch it on Netflix, and I found out within a few days what the whole mystery was all about. And it, it's all about... Detective Cooper, Agent Cooper. Um, Spoiler alert, probably. 
Then, no, I'm not going to spoil it. It's okay. just about Although solving... it has been 27 years. <laughs> yeah, it's so... been a while. But it's all about solving the death of, uh, I believe, 17-year-old Laurel Palmer, who uh, uh, everyone except for Agent Cooper lives in this town, small town called Twin Peaks, and he comes uh, to solve the mystery, and almost the entire show is about solving that mystery. Uh, it gets really weird. It's a weird show <laughs> directed by David Lynch, who's known for just weird stuff. Um, and after that long of a time, I think, I believe there was a, a prequel movie that came out in 1992, I think. So that's the last Twin Peaks thing there was. And now it's 2017 and there is, it's starting again. Even the, the tagline is it's happening again. <laughs> um, so it's a sequel. It's not a reboot. It starts. Actually, I do. I think it. I think it starts about like the twenty-five years after. Like it actually is like twenty-five years but after. Some people, I don't. It seems like some people forget what reboot means. You know. Like, we heard about. Um, I didn't watch it, but Ro Roseanne coming back. Yeah. That's not a reboot. A reboot is Batman Begins to yeah, Tim Burton it Batman. It, over. it starts it over. It has nothing to do with yeah, the it, original. This ones. is not a reboot. It hap it is actually events happening. Twenty five years, the stuff happened. Yeah, it's it's happening. Um, and with, with things like this, I just have no idea what to think. I have no idea if it's gonna be good. If it's gonna capture. The spirit is of the David show Lynch at all. Is David Lynch coming back? Yeah, he's the director. I think, honestly, this is one thing. It absolutely could not have been done without David Lynch. He's like too... His directing style is too specific. And his vision... I mean, he created the whole show, too. Uh, it, it couldn't have been done without him. But, yeah. He's doing it. And I, I get the feeling... I actually don't know if this is true, but... I get the sense that maybe he probably had way more control over it this time. Like, it, oh, he probably yeah. was just like, do whatever. That was what, what I guess. Is it on uh, HBO uh, or? Showtime. Okay. Um, so it is more freedom than what was on ABC? Yeah, because uh, that I I think they were kind of long episodes. They were like, probably like the 45-minute-ish mark. Uh, like, the, they get an hour. So, yeah. Uh, it, uh, but these... Now um, it's 42. Yeah, the, well, I, yeah, but... Um, I mean, nowadays, an hour-long show is 42. We yeah. lost three minutes yeah, in, the, yeah, in yeah. those 27 <laughs> years. Uh, but now I think they run over an hour, and uh, so that was another thing. I was like, it's going to be a little bit... It's going to be longer form. And sometimes stuff like this, like, I mean, one example of where a director just got... One of the most famous examples of when a director just got all control, too much control, was the Star Wars yes. prequels. And, I'll say it, Chris Nolan with Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> yeah. You never know how it's going to turn out. I actually, again, I don't know for sure how much, like, what exactly, but I would guess with a legendary show and David Lynch being the a, fa a famous director, I would guess they were like, just do whatever. It's your vision. Uh, but... I will say, and I think that this is probably the general consensus, it's very good, and people seem to be very happy with it. The interesting thing to me is that it 
it simultaneously is way different but still captures the spirit of it which is kind of like the most interesting part because like the plot and the things that are happening in it just are like this would never happen in the original series there it's not like really solving a mystery like it the original was a little bit more of a traditional detective solving a mystery series but with like a weird supernatural twist to it this has gone pretty full off the rails into like the supernatural even sometimes horror cat territory um just weird sci-fi and horror stuff are happening but it's still just it's still twin peaks in some undetectable way um so i don't know a lot about this show yeah. so i can't ask a lot of questions <laughs> but are is the original cast coming back or are they recasting the original roles or is uh, it new characters it is uh, basically almost the entire original cast okay. um i'm trying to think if there's even anyone left out almost everyone made it back there's even this uh there's this kind of minor character that was kind of a, a bit of a fan favorite because it was a funny character named Log Lady, who's just this lady who had just <laughs> held a log and she would talk to people through the log. She even made it back, but she actually died before the actual release. So she was in it, but she ended up passing away before the actual oh, release, yeah. sadly. Um, but it was great to see her back as well. But yeah, everyone's like 25 years older, and that's interesting to see. But there, there are some new cast... Um, but, uh, like, it still, for the most part, follows Agent Cooper. Uh, just in a very, very different scenario. And I don't want to, since this is happening now and it's not even all out yet, um, I definitely don't want to get too much yeah, into that. Please do not spoil it for anyone. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I definitely say, like, I'm very happy with how it turned out after not knowing so what So you were a fan of the show before they announced the revival? Or? I think the revival was announced. I just had no idea. Oh, okay. I was just like, all the, like I just watched the whole series and I was like, that was good. And then I was like looking stuff up. Like I probably just typed Twin Peaks into Google to like maybe read the Wikipedia page or something, just learn more about it. And I was like, it's coming back in like a month. <laughs> what is this? So it was kind of, yeah, it was kind of a coincidence. But yeah. <clears throat> it's all new to me until but i i've now i've seen up to this point i think there's still a few episodes yet to come out so yeah that's so, twin yeah. peaks there it is good show yeah <clears throat> it sounds like it i heard a lot of people were excited about it yeah so you know we talked about spider-man a lot last time yeah get ready for it again oh yeah so it was i don't know about how much you follow anything about the spider-man news well, I do have to uh, delve into the news for this show. Also, but, you so, know, I, I think I looked at uh, your uh, your news suggestions. And I, oh, yeah, I, I did I tell you about them. Yeah. So it was announced recently that Sony was going to kind of do a villain universe starting with Venom, which starts filming soon, which has Tom Hardy as, as Venom. Oh, dang. So, um... Venom, and then there's going to be... And it was announced today, recently. Today. <laughs> That's recent. Not when you I don't hear know about it, though, this, two though. weeks later. But today it was announced, I'm pretty sure, it was today or yesterday, that Carnage is going to be the villain Ooh. in the Venom movie. Ooh. And there's also going to be Black Cat and Silver Sable, which... 
Um, you know, if you don't watch the movie, she, um, Black Cat was in um, the 90s cartoon. I believe they were both in The Spectacular Spider-Man. And also, um, yeah, so and originally it was in, said that it was going to be its own universe. No Spider-Man at all. Which was stupid. <laughs> because, um, I mean, doing this villain universe is what killed the Amazing Spider-Man franchise. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what killed it. And then, so, so you're going to do it without him? But, in a recent interview, Amy Pascal, who's the head of Sony, with Kevin Feige, who is the head of Marvel Studios next to her, a lot of people are talking about how he has a shock look on his face when she says this, <laughs> Is uh, says that they are connected. So, Eddie, Tom Hardy's Venom is Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Oh. They exist in the same universe, and I guess eventually they'll be enemies. But, um, so that, <laughs> although they announced for so long that was going to be separate, now they're saying they're combined. Yeah. Kevin Feige just has this look on his face. of <laughs> like, what are you talking about, lady? Or, like, you weren't supposed to announce this soon. But, um, before I get into my thoughts about, um, kind of spinning off these other characters and having it join the Marvel Cinematic News. What are your thoughts about having a Venom movie? And I don't know if you know who Black Cat and Silver Sable are. I, I know. I, I'm not familiar with any of their material. I know they're Spider-Man villains. Yeah. I know what they look like, but I haven't seen the 90s Spider-Man to know. But um, as I said in the last episode of comment section, this podcast. Yes. Venom's my favorite Spider-Man villain. So if I can see Venom in this new Sp- Spider-Man franchise, uh, I'm I'm all for it. I yeah. want to see that. We never did get that, Andrew Gar. That's a, that's the a heartbreaking thing yeah. is that there was so much they still wanted to see from that, but yeah, we never did get that. So yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, what else? <laughs> what is there? Was there another question I missed? I just well, I'm excited it, to see that. If I want it to happen, it's interesting because they want to do this Venom movie and they want to do Black Cat. And Silver Sable. But yet, Spider-Man is just starting out in this universe. So, that's like a lot they gotta pack in. So, it's... Do you think... They talk about how maybe Spider-Man could show up, but... Do you... What do you think about... um, I almost would feel more comfortable... Having this spin-off thing... If we were still in Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man... Where they had introduced a lot of the villains. Yeah. I and mean, they had to restart because they killed off everyone, but yeah. all the villains. But I don't know. I just feel like, man, that's it's going to be like a quick history almost. Like, do you think they'll have the black suit? If they're. Oh. Because Venom, I'll check real quick when it's supposed to come out, but. I Venom I, is supposed to start filming later this year. Yeah, so, uh. Man. So, I mean. If the universes are actually combined, then what is your thought then that that this it's would be, be- in it's one better? Of, I I just, I just mean like, is then it possible that you would see Tom Hardy's Venom in this like Tom Holland Spider Man trilogy? Is it it sounds trilogy? like it'd be more reversed. Like you oh, see Tom okay. Holland in okay. Venom. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Like how like is it actually gonna be? In the main Spider-Man movies? Um, well, it, he could show up because a lot of people think that we have... Um, God, what is it called? Secret Wars? 
And um, a lot of people, there's a theory about how Spider-Man could get the black suit in there at the end of that movie. Yeah. So, but let's see. Yeah, I mean, a uh, contrary thing is uh, the last time uh, they did uh, black suit, it wasn't uh, received quite that well but you know hopefully venom's supposed to come out october 5th 2018 okay so that's about a year after spider-man homecoming yeah uh i mean i'd like to see spider-man in the in uh i i would because a lot of people like me were just like look i like spider-man three more than most people but i still wish we had more than just one i would have liked to have had a full movie of them, the two against yeah. each other, but you know, we got something before that trilogy ended. Yeah, yeah, it is interesting how um, they're going to do that. I don't know. I just feel like it's it's really fast to do all. Yeah, this. I guess I guess my thinking that uh, made me uh, not question it as much as I was thinking. Well, if it was in one of the main Spider-Man movies, then they would be like, oh, maybe it's in the third one, and then. It'll be still a year, few years down before we see Venom in a Spider-Man. But since it's the other way around, more likely that Spider-Man would be in Venom. It seems too soon. Yeah, I. It it's it's a interesting thing. I think because they wanted to do Venom after Spider-Man three, which I guess that kind of means he lives yeah. at, at then uh, Spider-Man three. But, um, yeah, it's, it is interesting. Although, we get Carnage, too, so. Yeah. That's, um, bonus, too, for a lot of people. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. It is interesting. Oh, I am, I am happy that Spider-Man is gonna be in it versus it's gonna be a Spider-Man-less universe. Which, what, do you want to see a yeah. Joker movie without <laughs> Batman? Yeah. I mean, no. No. <laughs> So, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it for um, this. Because yeah, we, we talked we, a lot about yeah, Spider-Man we, last bit, time. We're a bit Spider-Maned out. Yeah. <clears throat> but I'm so happy that it's taking place. And I mean, you got to trust. Marvel's been doing... Kevin Feige's been around since, I guess, the first X-Men movie. Yeah. So he's he knows what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> so. Exciting stuff. Yes. Maybe. I don't know. Well, moving on to the next topic. Already more topics than the last episode. I know. Um, I'm getting a little worried if we're going to run short. <laughs> so, this is a very a very minor, minor little uh, thing. But uh, exciting, exciting little uh, details to think about for Star Wars fans. Um, <clears throat> Colin Trevorrow, I, I don't know how to say it, the, the director I of... I think you got it right. The, the director of episode nine. Uh asked Ryan Johnson, the director of episode 8, if you would shoot an extra scene during The Last Jedi's production to help set up episode 9. So it sounds like there's something that is in the artistic vision of director Colin Trevorrow that he has in mind that basically he needs in production already. Uh, Now, would this be... I uh, too bad I can't open that link right now because it's an airplane. Well, oh. I, I I think I'm just this is just extrapolating anyway. I mean, but uh, so this scene they're shooting, I wonder if it is 
going to be like at the end of episode eight or at the beginning of episode nine because if it's at the beginning of episode nine that would mean that part of that was actually shot and directed by ryan johnson at the beginning of episode oh yeah nine, which is interesting otherwise and i feel like it wouldn't be at the end of episode eight i feel like what it sounds like a scene uh that is wanted to be shot during the last jedi's production to help set up episode nine sounds like he wants a scene already in production already shot for when he takes over and does episode nine so not really a whole lot that can be uh, i think they did that for force awakens too so uh i think is the begin is that mean is there is there something set up that uh, was directed by J.J. Abrams in the next one, then? Is that... I I, uh, I think when they were filming kind of that last scene on the island, they filmed something for episode 8, too. I see. So it could be something like that. I, I don't know, know 100% yeah. for sure, but that's what I well, heard. Well, clear. I came to the table... I came to this wooden table with so little information just because I, I kind of wanted this to be a bit more of a... Huh. Thinking. Uh, Interesting. More than, more than an actual... It's it's interesting little uh, tidbit of news <clears throat> about the Star Wars fran- franchise. Oh, oh, uh, oh no! <laughs> um, just accidentally opened a thing before trying to read the. Okay, so um, it's this December episode eight is coming out, right? Yes. How's it gonna be? <laughs> no, I just I I didn't have anything else, oh. so I just had to make something. Else. So before we transition, it's yeah. nice to hear that was that the directing in a Star Wars movie is going well. Unlike what happened last night. Do you not know? What happened last night? Am I breaking news to you? Maybe I just I kind of I I kind of zoned out. You don't know. You know maybe this should be the next thing. Okay. So we have, we had episode seven. We had ep- we had Rogue One. Mm-hmm. So it's like saga yep. spinoff, saga spinoff. Yeah. After that, I didn't even have this in my notes. Oh wait, yes I did. Never mind. <laughs> but um, it happened last night. But um, what happened was after the next spinoff is supposed to be Han Solo. You don't know yeah. this? Oh, oh, okay. This is starting to ring a bell. I remember. Yeah, I, I knew the next spinoff was Han Solo. So, what is what's the what? Break the news again to me. So, the next one is supposed to be Han Solo. It was announced last night that the directors of Han Solo, um, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, I believe is their names. They did the Twenty One Jump Street movies yeah. and the Lego uh, movie. Have left Han Solo and are no longer directing it now. Think about this. Apparently they were fired from the movie. Think about this. They've been filming this since January. Oh, man. So, that movie doesn't have a director anymore, <laughs> and they've been filming for a while. Ah. So, it sounds like um, the directors and Kathleen Kennedy, who's kind of the head of Lucasfilm, I guess you could, she's um, Star Wars' Kevin Feige. Yeah. Um, they did not get along, and so the, they basically said, it's creative differences, they're done. So, filming since January, six months later, they're gone. Doesn't sound good. It does not. 
And here's the question to ask because let me bring this up. I believe the release date is next year. So creeping up. Oh, before we start, I'm gonna look up the release date real quick. Do you think this will stay in its release date? Yeah, I. I what I do know is I would rather them just not come out with it than release another bad Star Wars movie. I don't. I just want happy times ahead <coughs> for the Star Wars franchise. So if there's. It's supposed to come out May 25th, 2018. Okay. That's less than a year away. Less than a year away for a movie <laughs> that currently doesn't have a director. It doesn't. Like, they're talking about it could be Ron Howard next or someone like that. That's pretty cool. I like Ron Howard because... <coughs> but uh, it just, they weren't agreeing on the vision of the movie. You know what? You know what? Uh, here's a fact I just learned about the Star Wars franchise that I didn't <laughs> know because you said Ron Howard that... Ron Howard, like, Steven Spielberg and someone else were approached to direct the prequels. Yeah. But then they were like, oh, no, George Lucas, you need to do it. This is too big of a project. And I just thought it was interesting. Like, imagine, what if it was directed by one of them? <coughs> I know everyone wants Spielberg to direct it. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm just imagining, imagine a Steven Spielberg Star Wars prequels. But here's the thing. They were talking... <coughs> I'm dying, people. <laughs> We're dying talking about what could have Disney's been. Disney's gassing us. <laughs> God. So, um, oh, that tear gas is everywhere. Anyway, so what happened was they don't agree on the vision, but yet they went six months and then they decide not to do it. That's a lot of shooting, <clears throat> probably. I mean, do you think that it could cause it to where they scrap everything they currently have and just restart i mean how like they but they got, spent already so much money on it but i would ah man i would rather if it's not if they don't think that, that what they've done already is good enough they they better do that because i it, <coughs> it it's a star wars movie and i want it to be good here i don't want to scare anyone when i utter this i know it's gonna scare some people uh, people uh, get, get ready brace yourself Will it be like Fantastic Four, where clearly, you know, it was not finished by the same director and someone else finished it? Need a drink. They didn't say it, but, I mean, I haven't watched Fantastic Four in a while. I mean, the new, the Josh Trank one. But you watch them, it's clear, especially after you see how much was taken, when you see how much was edited out of Batman vs. Superman, you see Fantastic Four is clearly not finished. It is... There is a lot of stuff missing from that movie. And a lot of people talk about how it switches at the very end, so it's clearly someone else directing it at the end. Like, they say it could have been Matthew Vaughn or Brian Singer who finished that movie. Yeah. But, what do you... I don't make, just, I just <clears throat> make the right choice, guys. It's interesting. <laughs> I mean, look. If, but here's the thing, we talk... People are um, worried about stuff, but here's the thing. Let's not forget, as we mentioned earlier, we already had a director who had total freedom in Star Wars, and it did not go very well. Yeah. Especially with the prequel. Yeah. So, and prequels is Star Wars fans' every favorite word. <laughs> but um, it did not go well, and so maybe, maybe it is best if. 
they're like, hey, that's not how the character should be. Or, I don't know. I mean, that that is definitely a thing. Like, if they see that something's wrong and they're changing it, that is a good sign. Yeah. But if they don't do the transitional period right, then it's bad. Like, if they don't make the next big decision, which is being really harsh with whether what yeah. has already been done is good enough, and then choosing to just redo stuff that isn't good enough, like, they, I, there just needs to be some... Like, harsh decisions made in order to... And also, to compare it to DC, I mean, the recent DC movies, you know, Wonder Woman's obviously a big success, but you look at what happened with those movies, you had The Dark Knight Rises. Clearly, he Nolan was allowed to do whatever he wanted, it didn't work. And you had Man of Steel, to which Nolan was also a producer, and he told Warren Brothers, let Zack Snyder do whatever he wanted. And when you look, on paper, it sounds like Zack Snyder did whatever he wanted with Batman vs. Superman, so he decided to make it three hours and R-rated. Not a good idea for a movie you want to make a billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, like, no matter what, X-Men Days of Future Past was going to make more than Logan because it was PG-13. Personally, I like X-Men Days of Future Past more because I, I, I didn't really like Logan, but if you did, that's that's great. I wish I did, but, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, it's good. We've had so many times recently where, at least as a DC fan, and also for Star Wars fans, we've had so many times where directors allowed to do whatever he wants. You know, it sucks right now. I, I think they're going to push the release date back. Yeah, I mean, that would be a... Better... I just saw a sign scary. Uh-oh. Could this mean that... Um, production of Star Wars 9 has to get sped up? Hmm. That would be the worst case scenario <laughs> of all time. I did not want to say this, but... The worst case scenario is if they botch this movie and then, as a result of trying to unbotch it, botch <laughs> another main Star Wars franchise. I mean, for all process. we know, this is the last Star Wars movie, <clears throat> and Episode 9, is the last one with the original characters, at least for a while. Because they could always like do a spin-off movie or Yeah. I think probably they'll reboot it someday. Yeah. But whatever. We could have a whole discussion about that. <laughs> <laughs> but um so you wanna make sure that last one, I feel like, man, you screw up episode nine, you're not it's gonna take a while for fans to get happy with you again. Yeah. Because it's like that was my last I'm assuming it'll be the last if it's the last Luke Skywalker, people are like, that's what we got? Yeah. No! Ooh, I mean... Plus, people, at least for me, I'm more forgiving if... Like, I think people would be more forgiving about the prequels, not being happy with the prequels, because that's not the end of the story. You know, this is the end of the story, yeah. probably, so... If you have a crappy ending, that could I make mean, some people really we, mad. We don't know if there's not going to be a 10. That's a good even number. Yeah. Yeah? You got to end at an even number, you know. But. <laughs> 10, that'd be a nice box set. Yeah. You I'd know, love a 10 box set. You know how much I would like to have 10 Batman movies? Now, you could say, we have eight. I mean, like, a series. I'm, we could get on this whole thing. Yeah. I'm so sick of reboots. Can't we just keep going? Yeah. Like Finally, just keep going. Like, 
we probably could have kept going with Andrew Garfield Spider-Man yeah. because they didn't kill off the villains. I mean, you could have continued with Nolan's. You had to reboot with Nolan's Batman because they botched it with that third one. But still, yeah, man, like there isn't just nothing goes on. No movie There's series no James goes Bond on long anymore. Enough. Yeah, I know. Like nothing just goes on. How many current James Bond movies are there? Oh, man. I don't watch. I haven't watched any of it's, those. I know it's over twenty. Well, no, they I, rebooted I, that. I meant, I meant the reboot. Like, how long have those been? Like four. There's four. Okay, that's that's still longer than. It sounds like even after he leaves, they're gonna reboot. Like, oh, that's true. Can't I really like it? Where things are just constantly. Working I like the how reboot. we're getting to the point where I'm ready for an X Men reboot. Yeah. <laughs> like, can't we just keep going, guys? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know they. Uh, man. I like everything is like two or three. I know, and like, then it feels like we got to start over. It's just yeah, can't you we, don't have to. I really would like to just have twenty years. You can recast the actors. It's just I just like to go twenty years, and then you can start over. Yeah, no, every that's why the, every freaking thing is an origin story because of yeah. that. Yeah, uh, you never get into anything. I know. But. There's there's so much history of other. If you're like adapting like a comic book, there's so much history we still haven't gotten. Yeah. Because they restart. You but. know, speaking of origin stories, uh, I don't. I don't think we we surprisingly haven't even talked about this yet. But you've seen uh, Wonder Woman, right? Yes, I have. How? What do you think? Oh, I didn't think I, didn't think I heard the official the oh. official gavel on this. On um, oh, my thoughts on Wonder Woman. Yeah, I think it is great. It is her. This is I expressed early on about what I wanted, what I thought was so important, and they did it. This really is her Richard Donner Superman, and it's also a smashing together of Tim Burns Batman and Batman Begins because, you know, Bat Tim Burns Batman didn't do the origin, so you had to take some from Batman Begins. But yeah, and also, also, I did. Between the time we've recorded these last time, I have actually watched the Linda Carter TV show. So I do know oh, yeah. a little bit more of Wonder Woman now. I see. And Oh, I did skip the pilot before watching it because <laughs> that's like um, that's a, that's like the ultimate spoiler right there. <laughs> but um, I thought it was really good. I felt, um, I think one thing that really helps is they weren't, I don't mean to bash on Chris Nolan all the time, guys. I'll always, if I ever meet him in real life, I will always be like, hey, man, you gave me two amazing Batman movies. It's like, I'm going to three. You gave me two amazing Batman <laughs> movies. <laughs> and he was also a producer on BVS. And um, it felt like that it was allowed to kind of be its own thing also because it wasn't part of this universe where it didn't feel... It felt a lot like Iron Man because Iron Man was... You know, we weren't peppered in with a lot of characters. That was Iron Man 2. You know, but... <laughs> <laughs> but um, it felt like we weren't peppered with a lot of characters. It was able to be its own thing, and um, thought the origin was done really well. There's humor in this movie that works real well. They weren't just trying to copy the Chris Nolan thing again. Yeah. Like, they t- clearly did with, with Man of Steel. And that's the thing about DC, is that... You know, Marvel has a certain tone because all those characters are written by Stan Lee. So it's written by one guy, so of course they're going to have the same tone. But that's the great thing about Marvel. With DC, you had different writers. You had 
um, Jerry Siegel, you had Bill Finger, you had William Moulton Marston, you had Denny O'Neill, Frank Miller, all those guys. So all the characters have different tones. So that's part of the... Th I think that's really a missed opportunity in Batman vs. Superman is that they try those characters feel similar versus um, when you see the Flash and Arrow, because they do like a crossover every year, they're different, and that's what makes that those crossovers fun. Yeah. So I felt like they were... Looking at the Richard Donner Superman movie, I think was a great thing. And I think um, they did that with the first Spider-Man movie. Was It felt really like... Um, a two, 21st century Dick Donner Superman. Yeah. So, the humor was great. The origin story. They felt like they did a lot of the iconic parts of it. And um, just like how Superman's... The Superman movie took a lot of parts from George Reeves and the Fleischer shorts. Batman took a, a lot from the 60s show, although... You know, Burton's Batman is clearly starting out versus... In the 60s show, he's already been Batman for a while. So yeah, um, Gal Gadot, I think is how you pronounce it's like it. Gadot yeah, something, something like that. She did a really great job as Wonder Woman. Um, Chris Pine was great as Steve Trevor. So um, yeah, that was great. And um, probably the only complaint I had. This it's just it's just my opinion. The only thing is that at the vil at the end they have the villain. The villain is CGI. Except for his face. It's a human <laughs> face. I wish they had CGI'd his face because his face looks stupid having a human face. But that was like my only problem. Like, when you look at something like Man of Steel or Dark Knight Rises, you know, sometimes it feels like they're mopey. Yeah. Versus, it felt like the characters were real and like the drama was real. And, um, yeah, it did feel like. If this was the only Wonder Woman you ever got, you'd be satisfied. I mean, obviously there's going to be another Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. I hope the sequel, because who knows what happens with Justice League. But, yeah. It it, it was a great job. I think that if there's someone who has been waiting for a long time for a Wonder Woman movie, they're going to be really happy. Yeah. That's why I'm glad. I honestly... I, I have to admit now, I haven't seen it, but uh, <laughs> I, I, it is definitely the like most like excited I've been for a DC or Marvel uh, movie like in a, a few years, I guess. Like I am it Since is Dark Knight Rises, probably. Probably like this is the first time where I've been like I have to see it in theaters as soon as possible. It it just, is really good. Like I want to see it again. It yeah, they did such a nice job, and it felt like this. The sad thing when walking away is you you walk out and you're just like this is how Superman should have been done. Yeah, <laughs> when they rebooted him, but um, look clearly they learned their lesson. Because this is kind of the first movie under um, Jeff Johns and John Berger, kind of their Kevin Feige's now. They got promoted after BBS um, didn't hit with a lot of people. So it feels like they're doing it the right way. And um, I, if I had to rank the four DC movies, we won't count the um, Batman, the Chris Nolan Batman movie yeah. since they're not official, even though... yeah. 
when I watch the DC movies, I start with Batman Begins, <laughs> yeah. and then I go to Dark Knight, and then I skip yeah, the Dark Knight Rises. start right from <laughs> Batman Begins. Yes, that's how you do it. You don't be a chump. <laughs> you, sound like, you sound like drunk Alfred. <laughs> ah, everyone talks about Superman. More boys than what he started this whole thing. <laughs> oh, everyone talks about Superman, Superman. He's been Batman 20 bloody years. <laughs> You know what it's like? He got stabbed by the Joker a lot. That took a lot of stitches. You know, for a billionaire, he can't afford gloves. <laughs> I just stitched him up myself, I did. Blood on my hands. You know, that waterfall came in real handy with watching me had the blood on my hands. Do you know what it's like to be sitting at the back computer and see a Batmobile racing right to you? My God, you hope the brakes work on that thing. But yeah, yeah if your I favorite your favorite DC <laughs> is that what you were saying? Yeah, my favorite DC. We won't count the Nolan ones, even though I think they should be. Whatever is um, number one. Don't get mad, people. You know I like Batman vs Superman mad. more than most people, so I put number one still BVS. All right, because it's Batman and Superman. It had, I think Wonder Woman was a better made movie, but I still like Batman vs Superman. Yeah. Number two be Wonder Woman, then Suicide Squad, and sorry guys, I don't like Man of Steel. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, but yeah, Wonder Woman. It's a really great movie. Um, yeah, it's this DC. It still has some a little bit of life on it. And then let's hope for Justice League. <laughs> let's. Oh, that's that's the thing that scares me is that they've said that the future relies on Justice League. Boy. What do you think happens if Justice League fails? If it doesn't make a billion dollars, and if it's and if it gets um, critical score like Man of Steel and BBS? Um, I mean, I I don't really know, but uh, this is this oh. is a thing is that it was almost a for sure reboot before Wonder Woman. Now with Wonder Woman, it's a little bit of a monkey wrench thrown in right. there. So like, so if Justice League just fails, what do you think happens with Wonder Woman two? Oh, that's you. Ah man, I still yeah. think this is like the wor- right now at DC. We're seeing the worst thing about cinematic universe possible. Well, the possibility of this happening is the worst thing about cinematic universe because when you look at successful universes with superheroes. Like, you have the DC animated universe that started with Batman the Animated Series. You have the DC television universe, which started with Arrow. It's called the Arrowverse. I refuse to call it that, because <laughs> that's stupid. That's like calling the Marvel movies the Ironverse. No! <laughs> no! You had the Marvel Cinematic Universe with um, Iron Man. But the thing is, those those begin the beginning of those universes worked. Versus... Man of Steel did not work the way it should. You know, I look back. The worst thing Man of Steel did was not have Clark Kent in the movie. He's in the suit the whole time. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that was a mistake. But um, that's the thing is that I don't. Do you? Th- I wonder though. I still would probably say it all gets rebooted if Justice League. That's the thing that really sucks though. Yeah. Is that, Pat, sorry, Patty, your movie was fine, but 
we gotta start over because Justice League did yeah, not that, work. That, if that actually happens, that does suck. Well, wait. Um, here's here's another thing I I thought of. I wonder. This could get so convoluted. Could they reboot Batman, Superman, but still have Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman? Yeah, I mean, since that was their... I mean, Batman and Superman are not at all... If Ben Affleck was in Wonder Woman, which he's not, spoiler alert, I was hoping he would be, but whatever. (laughs) We know there is a Bruce Wayne that exists in that Wonder Woman movie, but you don't see Ben Affleck. Yeah. And and Superman's not in it because he's dead. So almost like a partial reboot where everyone's rebooted except for Wonder Woman. Yeah, could could that... Because, I mean, Wonder Woman's... Uh, well, is it the most six or set to be the most successful one? I, th- I honestly, I think it's gonna get a billion. Okay. Honestly, yeah. I'll. S- I think it could beat Spider Man. I think it'll beat Guardians, and I think That's it could awesome. beat Spider Man. That's awesome. But yeah, since because of that, I mean, that should be a sign that there's a chance with this universe. But I, I mean, maybe. I mean, but could Wonder Woman just success. be the fluke? Yeah, that, I, mean, I guess I. And they'll still have Aquaman coming out because that's already filming. What's the one that is gonna come after After Just League League is Aquaman? Okay, I thought so. Um, Yeah, dang it! Like since Wonder Woman two isn't the next one that becomes much riskier. I Um, mean, do you punish these other directors who made? I mean, Aquaman. We're hoping will be a great movie because you know you got James Wan who you. You talk yeah. about how great he was. I'm going to get into my yeah. next news. But, You'll I mean, see. what do you do? Do you, like, say, hey, guys, our main... Look, wherever you want to say, Batman and Superman are the main two. We love... You You can have your favorites. Batman and Superman are the icons of everyone. You know, it literally is. The mountain, Batman and Superman are on top, and Wonder Woman and Spider-Man are under them, and then there's everyone else. Yeah. But, um... I don't know. I mean, do you? What do you think are the possibilities of they'll they'll just re, because we've seen it looks like Ben Affleck might not be Batman, especially after these comments that Charles Rovin, who's the producer, he's been producer since Batman Begins, and he's like his role got lessened after BBS, but he said, I don't know if Ben Affleck will be Batman Bat in the Batman. I think so. <laughs> But who knows? I, he didn't say that part, but yeah. he says, I think he'll be Batman. You think, but you don't know. Hmm. Uh, and s- hmm. look, s- I'm sorry. Superman doesn't work in this universe. It's do- It doesn't work. People are saying, in Justice League, he'll finally become Superman. You had two movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should have done it in one movie, and you botched it. So yeah. I don't What do you think the chances are that... They'll keep Gal Gadot. As Whatever. <laughs> we'll say Gal. We get, we get it for now. What do you think we'll, we'll keep Gal Gadot and um, Jason Momoa's Aquaman, but reboot Superman Batman? Uh, I mean, man, I I don't... I, the, 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 the whole world of cinema and... Uh, this kind of stuff is co- more complicated than I understand, but I would hate for a good franchise to be ruined because it's connected to, in some way, a bad franchise. Like, I would hope that they would keep the 
give give the good ones another shot, you know? Yep, that's all I can but say. You don't you don't have anything about if could they would they keep Wonder Woman, Aquaman, restart Batman, Superman? Oh, my opinion on actually if they would and not if I would like them to. Um, because like, do you think that is a possibility that they might be thinking of? Uh, if Justice it, League flops, do you think that um, huh. because of Wonder Woman's success, do you think they'll still keep Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, but start over with a Gosh, new Superman, new like Batman? Like I said, I just don't know. I'm not smart enough about uh, the, the this world of cinema to know that. I I would hope so. I I think that's possible. I mean, it doesn't have to. I mean. From my perspective, it doesn't have to... The whole ship doesn't have to go down, does it? Like, I mean, you can keep the good parts. That's yeah. the way I see it. So also... I don't know how a movie exec would see it. I'm... You could... I don't know. I mean, maybe... I don't know. Maybe recast Superman, Batman, and just kind of, like, don't reference the other ones? The other yeah, movies? Yeah, I mean... If... I if whatever it takes to but if Justice League doesn't if Justice League fails could that hurt Wonder Woman? But at the same time, Batman vs Superman did not succeed, and yet people are still going to see Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's true. Like, part of me also thinks like I don't know if they're really gonna. I feel like they're just gonna try and stick with this. I don't know. I mean, again, like you you would know more than me, but to me it seems like so weird. Like, would they reboot? already like i guess if it keeps failing but like it seems so weird like it just seems so short-lived to me well it's it's that's the thing is it's the thing that really hurts it was trying to copy the dark knight trilogy style yeah like the i the tv universe they did their own thing like it started being arrow season one was very nolan influenced but then, as time went on, it became its own thing, became bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, I mean, I guess I think they should just listen to what it clearly people like. If if uh, like if maybe if Aquaman's good and Wonder Woman's good, uh, you should just keep like I mean, you should listen to that. You should do what they're doing right. Stop doing what the other ones were doing wrong. And I don't think that. A complete sinking of the entire ship needs to happen. But if they don't listen to that, then uh, should they? Do you think that? Um, let's say they don't reboot. Do you think maybe they should recast? Uh, and they're probably gonna have to recast Batman. Yeah. Do you, um, should they recast Superman? If if Henry Cavill's Superman isn't working, people see him on screen again. They don't care. Should he be recast? Yeah. I guess that's what I would want. <laughs> also, here's another thing. You know, there was going to be a Justice League move, movie in 2009. And here's the thing. When that was going on, you know, we had the Christian Bale Batman and we had Brandon Rouse Superman. And the the goal was to have those universe... Batman from the Chris Nolan movies was not going to be Batman in Justice League. It was its own separate thing. Yeah. Do you think they could go back to that? Where everything is separate, and in Justice League movie, it could be a, a new Wonder Woman. Um, and a new Aquaman. Uh, and a different Batman 
from a recast. I mean, but in in the Justice League one that's already happening, wouldn't the, it would already be decided though? Right? Like, I mean, what isn't what what's the cast looking like in the Justice League? It's coming. Well, up? It's, I don't actually know. The upcoming Justice League movie, it's still you know Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot. Okay. But could they reboot? So you're saying like the next the Justice next League? Justice League okay. movie? Could they reboot and keep that keep going be... with Wonder Woman, but then have a separate that universe? That would be a like very... how they do the TV yeah, universes. Yeah. I think that would be a very good way to do it. Actually, I think if they wanted to recast, that would be a good way to do it. If they wanted to reboot, I guess that would also be a good way to do it. But uh, uh, yeah, because I. Th- it almost does feel that way to me. Like, Justice League can seem separate. To yeah. Me. I don't know why, but Justice League seems like the place to do it. But, I mean, we wouldn't be having this conversation had, um, <laughs> if Wonder Woman was the first movie, we wouldn't be having this conversation. But yet, yeah. con- we've had, you know, one out of three that worked for, I mean, I liked three out of the four, but for most people, it's one out of the four. So, yeah, yeah it's. It'll be interesting. You know, after that Justice League, when did they announce? So, Amazing Spider-Man 2 came out in May of 2014. Uh, yeah. Sounds right. And then they announced the Marvel thing, the Marvel deal in February t- 2015. So, that's about 7 months, I guess, or uh Eight? what May to f- May to February. Yeah. I can't do math on a okay. spot on a podcast where you think I am. But it wasn't that long it wasn't that far away. It wasn't like it was a year later. It'll be interesting. Nine months. Nine months? Let, that's a baby. <laughs> so it could be in a few it'll be interesting if in two thousand eighteen it looks like we'll probably get... I think it all relies on Justice League. 2018, we'll probably get a definite answer of what happens. Yeah. Uh, man. What were we talking I'm about? Oh, you talked about Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah. I asked, you asked about I Wonder asked Woman, you. but what was the topic before I was that? trying to bring us down a rabbit hole again. Yes. We are, we're still... Okay. And you succeeded. Am I the next news story? Let's check. I think I... I think, <laughs> I think you are. This is somewhat related to... Uh, something we just mentioned, and also something we mentioned on a previous podcast. And that is the horror universe is created by James Wan, and uh, there's an announcement that there will be another spin-off movie from The Conjuring series, which is a James Wan-directed series. There's The Conjuring, The Conjuring 2, and apparently there's going to be a Conjuring 3. Uh, and those are directed by James Wan, and now they're, in the last, I don't, I don't know what year it came out, but there was a spinoff movie called Annabelle, which was a spinoff of the first Conjuring movie, and that was bad. At least the, the <laughs> critical consensus is that it was bad. I'm not saying anything personally. I didn't care to see it. But Wait, you um, haven't seen it? Or? I haven't seen Annabelle. Okay. I've seen every James Wan the non-spinoff movies. Um, and then there's now going to be an Annabelle 2, which I don't think anyone asked for. <laughs> but now there's going to be yet another spinoff uh, about the Crooked Man, which is from The Conjuring 2. And it just makes me wonder uh, why they're taking it this far. I guess uh, horror movies make money. 
If you release them in October and you get money no matter how good they are. But uh, that's three spin-off movies from The Conjuring and three Conjuring movies. And I was not expecting there to be another Conjuring spin-off movie after the after the uh, critical failure of Annabelle. And uh, I was yet surprised that there even a sequel to that as well. Um, so, uh, I mean, you don't know much about, uh, th these universes, but I do want to, uh, ask the question, um, is there, like, a, uh, a series that you just think has been milked too much, or, like, spinoffs that just no Do you mean, no like, started for? good or I, turned I bad? Guess, I guess I mean, like, is there spinoffs that just no one asked for that you can, like, spin -offs. like, or perhaps just, um... Uh, series milked too much, basically. That uh, uh, well, how would I else would I describe it? Like basically, like, I mean, we talked about The Office and how it just pretend like almost went on too long. Yeah, but I've been talking about more extreme cases of that. Like just let's see, um, just as I can probably segue. think of two that um, I mean, I like the first one, but. Two franchises where I liked the first one, but then it, f it really fell apart. And, um, one was, um, you know, I don't know how you feel about the first Cars. I liked the first Cars. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Cars 3 just came out. Did you see it? No, I didn't. I have not either. <laughs> I don't care to, personally. But I, I do love Pixar. I might be seeing it this Friday. Oh. <laughs> isn't it, uh, pretty panned? I can't. No, it's, it's not. Rotten Tomatoes, Cars One is seventy five, which you know that's good. That's three yeah, out of four. It's, like it's it. decent. It's not great for Pixar, Cars but it's Two decent. is thirty two percent. Okay, Cars that's Three sixty six. Okay, that's so better. it sounds like it's okay. Yeah, like it won't be as good as the first one. Oh, you know, here's another question to ask. But before that, no, whatever. I'll forget otherwise. <laughs> what? Is Cars 2 your least favorite Pixar movie? Yeah. What is your next least favorite? I okay. have one. I haven't seen two. I haven't seen... There's two that are the lowest rated. I have not seen Brave. I haven't seen Brave either. Okay. The other one I haven't seen is The Good Dinosaur. And that's like has 70-something, right? Okay. Around Tomatoes. Yeah, I so think... It's yeah, possible 72. I would say those because I tend to agree with like critics. Uh, I, I, I don't have original opinions in that regard. Um, man, okay. Uh, let's let it. Can we bring up a list of Pixar movies? I, I really want, I like Pixar a lot, and I don't want to answer. If I go on the Pixar, is like I have two, uh, just animated movie companies that are just the gods of the animated movie world. That I'm just like, they're the like Pixar and Studio Ghibli are the just the, make the greatest I've animated I've never heard content. Studio Ghibli. Studio, what is this? Studio Ghibli is uh, uh, a Japanese uh, uh, animated movie oh, okay. company. Um, the the most famous movie coming from it, which won an Oscar, uh, was Spirited Away. Oh, yes. Uh, and then there's like uh, My Neighbor Totoro is a famous one. Uh, Kiki's Delivery Service. Speaking but, of favorite animated things, you know. It may not come as a surprise to him, but, you know, my favorite thing is, like, the television stuff, so 
My yeah. favorite is the good people at Warner Brothers. Right. <laughs> and um, those are the only direct-to-video uh, um, movies I'll like buy without watching them first. Yeah. So, you want me to... Do you want to see the list? Uh, I'm going to look at the list, and I'm just going to... I'm just going to... Thoughts, I'm just going to go through... So just so everyone knows, we have not seen Cars three yet, I so we can't comment Brave, on it. I have not seen Brave. I haven't seen Cars three. I haven't seen the Good Dinosaur. And we're not um, counting Cars two because that's too easy. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's my least favorite. My next least favorite, man. I love all the other ones. You know what? I love all the other ones. I'll say something, and I don't know if you'll die shocked. Okay. I've never seen Wally. I haven't seen it for a long time, and I just saw it because I was like. What? I actually was like, um, I was like kind of looking up what's the general consensus on what people think the best Pixar movies are, and a bunch of people were saying Wally, and I was like, I've never heard so many people. <laughs> I didn't know that this was one of the most critically acclaimed Pixar movies, and it's not one of my favorites actually. Really? Uh, because it has a great first half and kind of a eh second. Like the second half is just kind of does nothing for me. I always but mean to watch it, but I never. It is very good though. Like it is, it is up to par with Pixar movies. Okay. It's just, it's just I like other ones better. So while you're looking, I'll say a franchise that's kind of fell apart for me is Cars was one where I liked the first one a lot, and then it Cars two sucked, and then they have god awful plane movies. That is a good example because the milking a franchise that isn't even good is kind of what I was talking about. Oh, and um, also. Another movie that I thought was the first one was good and fell apart. I don't know how you feel about it. I like the first Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. and then it it sunk. That's a pretty good example That's a too, pun. because there's so many. But I, mean, I actually fifth one. I yeah, I really like the first one. Like it's such a good. Yes, movie. Yes, it is. The second one again. This is one example where, at, like when I was younger, I just didn't dislike movies, but I do remember liking that one a bit. I have not, and then it definitely I, fell off. I hate that third one. Yeah, no, I remember not liking it after that. For Although, sure. I, I haven't seen the fifth one because I don't care. I do remember thinking the fourth one was the... This is like... A lot of people don't feel this way, but I remember thinking the fourth one was the best since the first, which isn't saying much, but yeah. still. No, yeah, but no, I that definitely... That's a pretty... Most people usually agree to that, that the first one's great, and then they were just kind of... They got greedy. It too much. But that first one is such a genuinely good movie to me that um, I'm just I'm scrolling through this list over and over again. And I every single time I almost say one, my heart just breaks. But gosh, if I don't want to say Ratatouille, you you don't want to say Ratatouille? <laughs> no, but that's like that's what I'm like. The other one that's like not necessarily the best, but I have a hard time saying because I Monsters University is, like, not, like, that's another contender for my second least favorite. You know, I thought this was going to be easy. I, you know, I'll say mine while you look, because I have. It's the good dinosaur. Uh, yeah, you like haven't I, seen I, it. Like I said, I, I thought I, if you had, if I had known you hadn't seen it, I wouldn't have said this. But you watch it, and it's really just a knockoff of The Lion King. <laughs> and you're watching, and you're just like, I, can't I just watch The Lion King instead? This is not... It's but, not their best. Okay, but, like, you see how hard this is. Okay, if I... I haven't seen The Good Dinosaur, I haven't seen Cars 3, and I haven't seen Brave. So those are just out. See... And they're also <laughs> some of the less high-rated ones, like, on Rotten Tomatoes. 
knowing that, what's your next least favorite? Because see, how, now it's difficult. Um, because that's that's my issue. I have to see. say, I I just uttered the words that it might be Ratatouille, and you I know hate what? myself for it. Can we say well, we'll go overrated? Overrated? Yes. Overrated. I'm gonna break some people's hearts when I, I say think my I know most what you're overrated. Say. I think I know what you're gonna say. Is, you? It, is it Finding Nemo? Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's one of my favorite Pixar movies. It's like in my top three, so I like. Can't say I actually that. like Finding Dory a lot more. Gosh, you know that might be another one that's near the bottom to me. Really? I, like, isn't it nice? It's how so you but, can have a difficult time choosing. But that's the thing. I with Pixar, I hate myself for saying any of these at, that are near the bottom. Like. So many of these are just like, I can look at it and go, that's my favorite Pixar movie. And then I go to the next one and go, that's my favorite Pixar movie. That's like, they're all too good. I can't. I can't. You can't. So is that your answer for uh, like counting out Brave the Good Dinosaur and Cars 3 and Cars 2 because we just counted those out. And I'm, I'm removing the Good Dinosaur because I haven't seen it. You would say Finding Nemo is your next least favorite? It's not least. I'm saying most overrated. Okay. Do you have a next least favorite? Boy. Because I'm trying to make you suffer as I did. You know, when it first came out, I didn't like Up. But now I like it more. You know? I like I like Up a lot. Let's, let's, you gotta look, too. Yeah. I um, just, I have to know, and I have to put him through the same thing that I went through. Yes. I hate you, it when you take out Good Dinosaur, that really makes it difficult. <laughs> Oh, let's see. I have not seen Bugs Life in so long. That's one where I I feel like if I saw it again, it, it might. It's probably you know it's not my top five. I don't like saying this. I I didn't like saying any of my answers okay. either. What was your answer? It's between <laughs> Monsters University and Ratatouille. Okay, probably. I would say Inside Out because I thought it got a little long, and I thought maybe it would work better as like a hour long TV special. Yeah, I can see how it got a little long. I've I thought that a bit too, but that's actually that's one that's uh, you know. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying I felt it could have shade if you sh- cut a few things out. Maybe could have gotten. Yeah, no, actually, it that felt that's, like it was dragged out a little bit. That's one of my favorites. When it came out, it was my favorite Pixar movie, and then I just went back and watched some, and I was like, yeah, I don't know for sure if it's my favorite, yeah. but it's still nearly my favorite Pixar movie. And then. I just felt like nothing could live up to it, and I haven't seen a new Pixar movie since. Which is to just what? Been, well, I haven't. Oh, the Good Dinosaur in- came out after it. Cars three came after it. Oh yeah. So I was mostly joking, but yeah. So, you, what was your last story? My last story was about uh, a spinoff, uh, yet another spinoff to a uh, 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 hit James one uh, horror franchise that I thought was good, and then oh, okay, so I guess it's it my turn. Much. Yeah. How far are we, are we gonna do a comedy story this episode? Yes, we probably yeah. should. Because should we just do that, or do you want to do the news? We could do quick news, or and then comedy I guess story. we could do a quick um, news. So, you know this this could um, go real quick. So, as we all we haven't really talked about this, but um, you know Zack Snyder was directing Justice League, and this really horrible. A tragedy happened where his daughter took her own life, and he felt that it was best to kind of to be with his family, who he felt needed him over. Because look, we don't like saying this, but it is just a movie. So yeah, 
there's gonna be other Justice League movies, I promise you. Yeah. But, um, so Joss Whedon has kind of took over to do reshoots, which a lot of people um, freak out over reshoots. But I don't know if you know this, but reshoots are planned all the time for movies. Yeah. Like. You watch a movie, and you're just like, you know what? That's good, but if we got this angle instead... Yeah. <laughs> and he was always planned on doing... Um, uh, he was writing the reshoot script pages, and... Um, yeah, so he'll be directing the reshoots. It's um, Warner Bros. is still saying it's Zack Snyder's film, but... In fact, they even offered to push back the release so that he could come back, but... Zack Snyder said that, um, no, just have it keep going. You know, this, um, you can trust Joss Whedon, so that yeah. they went forward with that. And Joss is also, um, announced to do, um, because you know he directed Avengers, right? Yeah. Joss Whedon is also announced to do, a, direct a Batgirl movie, I see. which, um, I'm so happy if this universe continues. I'm so happy that we're finally getting the Bat family. You know, like, they're also going to do a Nightwing movie, which, I don't know if you know this, but, you know, Dick Grayson Robin, eventually when he grows up, he becomes Nightwing. And then you have, like, the replacement Robins. Like, Jason Todd is the Robin whose suit you see in BBS. And then Tim Drake will probably be Robin if um, they keep going. But, um, yeah, I remember I guess so, I got so burned out of um, just solo Batman. Because I remember during that interrogation scene in Dark Knight, I'm just when I first saw it, I'm just like, you know, we've had two soul Batman movies. I'm getting ready for Robin to show up again. <laughs> yeah. But um, so Joss Whedon has is uh, um finishing the movie for Zack Snyder, mm-hmm. and it was announced recently that because this guy Junkie XL, <laughs> that's a great name. That's a fantastic name. Um, it was going to do the music. For Justice League, he uh, kind of worked with Hans Zimmer for um, on BBS, and I guess he did the Wonder Woman theme too. You know, like, I don't know if you've heard it. Yeah, but it was announced that he's been replaced, and Danny Elfman is going to be scoring Justice League now. Hmm. For those of you who don't remember, Danny Elfman is the guy who did the score for the first Tim Bur- the first two um the two of the four movies the two Tim Burton Batman movies and he also did the theme for the animated series so um he's doing the music now i just want to um what do you think about that what does this is there really any significance about having Danny Elfman come back and um taking oh. over doing the music i mean you know, I think if you've worked on something related before, you probably know how to capture the, the, the musical spirit of it again. Um, I don't know much Danny Elfman, though. <laughs> I don't well, like... Well, he also did yeah. the theme for Spider-Man. The yeah. Sam Raimi Spider-Man, yeah. so... I just, I'm not... I Like, I know of it, and I'm <laughs> just not that familiar with it. But it seems like, since he... It seems like a good choice since he's yeah. done all this stuff. But the thing is, it's, it's interesting because the DC movies, once again, trying to copy the Nolan style, were very Hans Zimmer inspired. Like, yeah. um, Hans Zimmer still was working on BVS and he retired mm-hmm. 
from superhero movies, so they all kind of sounded similar, and now Danny Elfman's taking over, which, when you think of the 1989 Batman theme, you know, it's very different from, you know, the Hans Zimmer Batman theme from the Dark Knight trilogy. I see what you're saying. So... Yeah, if you if you since you you wish that they would not be doing the uh, more Christopher Nolan in, like type of yeah. movie in this new universe. So, uh, if your intuition on that is true, this is a good choice. Then, yeah. if, if they want a different mood for the music, I, why reboot it if yeah. you're just gonna copy the same thing yeah. you did before? You might as well have had it just be a sequel. <clears throat> yeah, I do have to say though. I do love Hans Zimmer scores. I, I think Hans Zimmer is one of my favorite movies. Which, which did you like? Because you haven't seen Batman vs. Superman still. Yeah, no. Have you heard the Batman theme? No, dun, 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 hey, You're saying the one in Batman vs. Yeah. Superman? Yeah. I haven't. So, um, we've had the Danny Elfman theme, which you remember, right? Yeah. We've had the Hans Zimmer theme. Which one did you like more? The thing is, I love Hans Zimmer, but the Batman ones are not necessarily my favorite. I'm more like, I like the Inception, like, more, for example. Um, so maybe the Danny Elfman. I got, for me, when I think of Bat, when I hear that Danny Elfman Batman theme, I think of Batman. Yeah. Like, I mean, it also doesn't help that that was a theme you, oh, you heard that all the time before um, Batman Begins. Yeah. Like, even, like, toy commercials and all that. Yeah. So, um... It's just, I don't, honestly, when I hear that, as much as I love those first two Nolan Batman movies, when I hear that, you know, done, 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 I don't really think of Batman when I hear that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I like his Superman theme that he did for Man of Steel. Yeah. I, I don't it's way less think his Batman sure. theme really like, I mean, works for the character. Yeah, I mean, like, his music is less, it's, it's can tend to be less melodic, so it's less memorable because of that, but, uh, yeah. I, uh... I barely remember what the Batman uh, Hans Zimmer stuff sounded like, and uh, I think that the Inception stuff is more memorable. So, did he, did he do Interstellar as well? I, I think like, he do, I feel like he does all the Nolan movies because I think he did that, and that's also I that's that's also an amazing listen. But um, shows what I know. I don't even know that. But um, so also. What do you think the chances are that he'll bring back that Batman theme? Hope so. <laughs> um, gosh, I, mean, it's, I feel like he has to. No, it's, I don't. it's not like because we're not saying that because Danny Elfman is doing the music that Ben Affleck suddenly becomes Michael Keaton, That's Kilmer, true. and Clooney twenty years fit. later. It might not fit. With but it. what do you think the chances are that he'll bring it back? Well, maybe just maybe, for one maybe scene. Maybe bring it back in like sort of a little motif. In yeah. it, but not exactly full on. They're doing, they're bringing back the 60s Spider Man theme one somewhere in the main theme for Homecoming. That's awesome. So maybe it will yeah. be somewhere. I think they're trying to do more throwback stuff now. I yeah. feel like you kind of have to because for a lot of people, you know, Batman versus Superman did not capture who Batman is for a lot of people. Yeah. For me. You know, also, we had The Dark Knight Rises. What, a lot of the last few Batman and Supermans have been mixed, you know. So, um, I feel like you kind of got to show people, hey, guys, this is still your Batman. If you saw yeah. 
the animated series or Tim Burton Batman or Adam West Batman. He's still the same. It's a reboot, but it's still going to be yep. feel the same. So yeah. I wonder, could he could he work in John Williams Superman theme? Oh, what are the what are the rules? Are is uh they could. who's going to come knocking on the doors if he tries that? I don't know. Well, it's all owned yeah, by Warner Brothers, yeah, but yeah, I don't know how uh, it, they completely own score. Is that how that works? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure. <laughs> well, it says, and, and credits will say, story and screenplay, copyright Warner Brothers. Yeah. Score, copyright Warner That's Brothers. True. That seems obvious. Should have known that. Um, I, any uh, callbacks that they can do would be really mm-hmm. awesome, but I doubt that one much more than that. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think it will, but let's, if you hear that theme, you know that's... Just like his opening theme, and you just for a little bit, that'd be yeah, <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, so I guess we can. We got a comedy story left. Yes, right? here we go. Okay. So, oh, okay. This is one I wanted to bring. I've been th- can't use that one. This is something I've been um why I found out about this a while ago. And I knew, next episode, I wanted to bring this up. I might have told you about this. I don't remember. But, um... We'll see. Now, have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2? Not yet. (laughs) Okay. That's another on my list. It takes me a while to get to stuff. I've seen the first one. Did you like the first one? Yeah, I liked it a lot. One of... Probably... Probably in my... One of my more liked uh, Marvel movies. You know, somewhere in the top. Not necessarily top, but I gotta be honest. You probably you don't like it too much. Not really, no. Oh, <laughs> here's the thing. I explained this to someone recently. Why I kind of used the same thing. They didn't care for Guardians of the Galaxy much, and I did. And I think more than the movie itself, I think I just like the Guardians of the Galaxy, like just the characters and stuff, because um, I just. I get sick of super dark, like, takes on things that DC, for example, uh, likes to do. And it's like, it can be cool, but I just like that Guardians of the Galaxy just embraces being really silly. That's mostly what I like about it. It's not like it's a genius movie or anything. Oh, maybe, because I didn't watch it until last year. So, I heard so much about it, and also you're coming off Civil War... So I watched it like yeah. right after. So uh, maybe I need War, maybe I need so. to rewatch it again. But yeah, I just thought like I thought that it was uh, just. I mean, my complaint is it it was extremely well paced until a certain point where it was just like uh, I don't know. There's like kind of a what I felt to be a bit of a boring space fight segment or not like, you know, the, the dance off that I like that part. But before that, uh, the, the big old ship in the, the dome, the city, the, I don't the really fight, remember much fight, about it. The fight in the sky. There's a lot of, uh, like boring logistics of, uh, fighting, uh, uh of defending the city and stuff. Um, Maybe it didn't help that I watched it two years after I heard people talk about how good it was. Yeah, I, I, it's it's more like one of those movies that's just uh, fun, and I don't isn't necessarily like (laughs) 
doesn't necessarily it didn't blow my mind or anything. All right. Like <laughs> so speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, they had the second one come out recently. And well, it led to a lawsuit. Oh. A 37-year-old man from Austin, Texas. This is coming from IndieWire. So, whoever wrote this, he, I'm not going to try to pronounce your name. <laughs> but um a man from t- I'll paraphrase so it's not like I'm stealing. A guy from Texas is suing his date for texting during the screening of Guardians of the Galaxy (laughs) Volume 2. He filed a petition in small claims court asking the date to pay $17,031, the amount for the ticket of the 3D showing of the film. Oh, gosh. It said he met the woman online, took her to see the, the movie on May 6th, and it was a first date. And his date started texting on the phone. And he said this is one of his biggest pet peeves. Um, uh. <laughs> best part. When contacted by the paper, the woman said she did not know about the what about the suit and was shocked to learn the news. So the newspaper called, did you know you're being sued? Uh. What? <laughs> oh, my and James Gun And then James Gunn jokingly tweeted, why stop suing? She deserves jail time. <laughs> so, thoughts on a, uh. on a guy suing his date. Would you take these drastic steps? This guy just seems like he's that's 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 entitlement. People talk about entitlement and like our people are entitled. I don't feel like the person obsessed with their phone is the entitled one here. I think the person who expects cash, money, money for for just just like like. A no, this is this is I mean my take on it is that guy's a dope. But yeah, <laughs> that's my take on it. I think I'm gonna sue that guy. Is there a movie that it, you were really hyped to see and if someone had done that dream movie, you would have been really mad. I just don't I just don't think I believe in like getting so mad that you take measures to do something about it like just get over it i mean no so there wouldn't be anything it would have been just so much simpler had he not called her again yeah i mean like i mean that's that's not like if you care about a movie you're seeing that much that much then probably not take a person you you don't don't know know. and then a couple like um first of all like uh like you, I mean, you should just be expecting that on first dates that things can go wrong and not react to it so strongly. And the other thing is that shouldn't even be something going wrong. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know the extent to which she was texting, but even if she was just texting through the whole thing, like, why? I mean, I feel like a lot of people uh, might disagree with me on this. I know that a lot of people are just like people are on their phones too much, like at concerts and just like taking pictures and recording stuff but i'm always like that's their personal bubble like they can just do whatever they want like if they're at a concert and they want to record the entire thing oh isn't that technically copyright infringement i mean i think i think you can it depends on its venue rules usually okay so most of the concert venues i go to you're allowed to do that but then there are people who are just like stop living in your phone and like (laughs) live here with us and like i mean you whether or not they would have more fun if they were, took a step away from their phone for a second, I don't care. I just, like, stop worrying about what they're doing, is all <laughs> I'm saying. Like, you're so worried about someone else enjoying something 
hypothetically more by not being on their phone but like i don't know just like forget it i guess like so to me it's like he was so upset about this pet peeve of someone else texting but he what he could have also done is like just forget it <laughs> like, just for just don't care so much that someone's texting yeah like normally if there's um like something i'm really looking forward to like an episode of a tv show or well we'll say for example um when superman showed up in supergirl i was real excited for that and i made sure i watched that uh by myself so i wouldn't (laughs) be bothered yeah no yeah that's the way to experience something you really care about, especially for the first time but if if i had already seen that i wouldn't care as much but yeah i wanted to make sure yeah but um before we wrap this up this leads to two questions I mm-hmm. I ask. Number one, what is the worst movie-going experience you've ever had? Have you ever oh, had an experience gosh. that was just... I'm sure. so I'm not saying worst movie. We'll save that for next. Yeah, I get Yeah. What is the worst experience? I got one. I'm try- I just can't... I'm really trying to remember what movie it was, but I kind of remember the experience. Uh, I know that I was with some people. Um, only, like, one of them was like a friend and I was there with them. The other people were like Do you have a good guess of what year it was? It was probably just after I graduated from high school. I think so it was 2012? sort of a Yeah, something I think it was sort of like a horror movie that isn't didn't stick with me that much. It was just probably not that famous. Oh god, wait. I think I don't know if this is it, but there was this movie Oculus that I thought was really, like, pretty decent. But I think the reason why it was bad is because the group I was with was being really loud and just, like, making fun of the movie and yelling, and it <laughs> gave me so much anxiety. Were you, were you, like, into, so I, because were you into the movie? I liked it, and everyone I was with was, like, bashing on it and being loud. And I at one point, I saw someone in the theater, like, look back angrily at us, <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to be a part of this group. I, it gave me so much anxiety. I was just like... I don't want to be with them right now. Just, I want to be a, my own person watching this movie instead of with this group of people right now. That's that's the kind of thing at movies that stresses me out is if I'm with people, I am always, like, afraid of, like, being noticed at a movie theater. Like, I don't Have want- you ever been noticed at a movie theater? I can think Besides of- Besides that. I can think of one time, and I'll, t- I'll tell this later. It's, it's, it's kind of- it was such a bad movie, but, um, so that's your worst is, um, Yeah, I just, I just, it, it, it makes me anxious to have someone think, like, that group of kids, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm not, I'm not part of this, please don't look at me. So there was, for me, I, it was, um, the movie Lincoln. Okay. Um, so I went to see it during the day, so it was about, like, noon or something. Yeah. So I'm sitting in there. And there's not a lot of people in the theater, okay? But um, I'm sitting there, and we're about, like, uh, I'd say, like, 45 minutes or an hour into the movie. And then you hear someone behind you say, hello? <laughs> yeah. And it was this tone, too. Hello? Yeah. I'm just here watching a movie. <laughs> He's just on his phone talking. He's like, yeah, what do you want to do later? And this guy's yelling, shut up! <laughs> yeah. I'm just like... This guy's just talking, and he wasn't trying to hide it. He was just... That's crazy that someone could have that little self-awareness, because, like, um, that does remind me of another time where I actually think it might have been, like, The Hunger Games or something that I saw, where there was some, like, 
I think it was like just like a teenager who just like started talking on the phone in the middle of it. And then there was one, like, it was for a while, like, ten minutes he was just talking on the phone. And then eventually someone went up to him and, like, can you please stop talking on the phone in the middle <laughs> of the movie? And the look on his face and, like, the way he reacted, it was like he genuinely didn't know that that was the social contract. He was just like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, like, he, it was like he had no idea that you're not supposed to oh, do that. Oh, this also brings up another memory. We're having flashbacks right here. Yeah. But there was, I saw Fantastic Four Rise of Silver Surfer. And it's, you know, there's comedic bits in there. I don't know if you've seen it. No. But there's, like, comedic bits, and there's this guy laughing. Going, ha, ha, ha! <laughs> <laughs> like, what? the audience would laugh, and he's still going what? for, like, five or six, ten seconds. Like, the audience, ha, ha, he's like, ha, ha, ha! <laughs> oh, gosh. And, ha, ha, ha! And this guy goes, shut up! <laughs> I never heard him laugh again. Yeah. It was, like, the most awkward, yeah, heartbreaking. But, yeah, you're just like, what do you do in that situation? I like, I feel I feel bad for him a bit. Uh, but He's um, just trying to have fun. Also, I remember I saw this one movie. Have you ever... I'm going to spoil it, okay? Have you ever seen the movie Tuck Everlasting? No. It's so a Disney movie... It. I will spoil it. Spoilers for Tuck Everlasting. <laughs> it came out like 2002, so it's your, or 2003, so I sat there. It's like one that like my sister dragged me to, and I didn't want to see it. And I'm just sitting there, and it's like this, it's like this really crappy love story in like the 19th century where there's like this, the girl, you know, she's whiny or whatever, like... <laughs> And um, she's like Rose from Titanic, just complains about everything. And then she meets this guy who's somehow is able to live forever because he keeps drinking this water or something. And um, I guess they consider them witches or something. They're like kind of try and kill them. And this is like ninety minutes of torture. And I'm just like, oh, oh, and this <laughs> like, oh, like you're sighing. You're just like, oh, can't be over. And there's this girl, like um, stranger far away who just shh shh <laughs> you just like every side like, shh God. like so into the movie shh oh yeah i was like okay you, you, you are just so audibly disappointed <laughs> i'm just like Hilarious. Oh, i can't be over <laughs> I, I, so i rewatched the ending on youtube because i was afraid of rewatching the ending on youtube because, you know, sometimes you think of something and it's better than you remember. Yeah. Then I rewatched it and it got even better. Oh, the no. ending for Tug Everlasting. So as we learn, the boy can live forever because of the because he drinks this water, <laughs> magical water. And, you know, he tells the girl, hey, we can be together if you drink the water. So we flash forward a hundred years later and he's standing at her grave. God, what? <laughs> because he's less like, we can be together yeah. forever if you drink the water. And then it cuts to him <laughs> looking at her grave. Is it like a drastic cut almost? Or I don't know. Uh, I don't, uh, yeah, I just thought it was it like tackily. No, it like, wasn't like we can be together and suddenly. Yeah, I know. That's but it's was... like years later and he's just staring at her grave and her husband's grave next to her. And he just has this look on his face like. Like, uh, so like she was just like, I can live forever. And then he said, we can be together forever. <laughs> and he, and then, um, so he just has this horrible, depressed look on his face. Like, 
it, would it really have been that bad? <laughs> and then I forgot about this until I re-looked up the Enya on YouTube. He looks at his grave, at her grave, and then it cuts to a musical montage of them having fun what? together. Like, what? How, she, how could she never love me? And then credits. Wow. <laughs> it was a Disney movie, too. It was it was rough to sit through. <laughs> but, um... Speaking of that, to wrap this up, because, man, are we going there. Oh, yeah. Um, What is the worst movie you've ever seen in the... What was a movie that's so bad that you're just like, oh, my God. Ooh. We won't talk about some of the movies we've seen yeah. in school, because... Yeah. Remember... Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh. Remember... Um, what was that one that we had just... to watch in Spanish? Oh, we've seen that so one about the Spanish. soup. The soup, tortilla soup, where they oh. smash the plate. Oh my god! Oh, that god. Was yeah, awful. that's right. I forgot about it, dude. I'm not. I remember I had um, English class before then, and I literally took my time on a test, so I didn't have to watch <laughs> part of that movie. Oh. Yeah, uh, uh, but wait. So they I mean those were just things we saw just in yeah, class, but on TV, in a theater, in a theater. See, I feel like I'm so picky with what I see in the theater because I, I don't just go out to see every movie. Like, I'm always like, do I am I really gonna like it? And I and I just I haven't had that many bad movie going experiences. I'm not sure if I can even think of one. Is it so? There's never been a movie I've either walked out on either. I've never walked out of a movie. Um, I'm trying to think of if I've even been like super bummed, like God, that was bad. I don't even, I can't even think of a, a situation like that. So I've got, while you're thinking, I've got um, three stories real quick about bad movie, ex- yeah, mad um, movies on the screen. You know, we yeah. we heard about the worst experience, but the um, I'll do the one I walked out on first because it's up there, but it's not one of the worst I've seen in theaters. Yeah. But have you ever heard of this movie? Imagine that. No, I don't think it so. It has Eddie Murphy, and there's this girl who's his daughter, and it's about a, her imagination under a blanket. Really? And you'd think, like, they'd, like, show it, like, in cartoon. Nope, it's just put on the blanket, and Eddie Murphy and her jumping and skipping around the house for 90 minutes. <laughs> it's so bad. I was just like, really? What is this? <laughs> there's, like, a guy who... The guy who was Sandman in Spider-Man 3. Oh, really? <laughs> that, um, guy. <laughs> that guy. I think it's Thomas Hayden Church. I believe I that's his know. name. I, I know what he looks like. But he's watching through the window because Eddie Murphy... Uh, something about... he get He's like an investor or something. You know, sign for the stock market or something. Yeah. And the whole movie's about, oh, I worked too hard. I gotta spend more time with my daughter. Like, every stupid movie about a single father. <laughs> but, um... So he watches through the window to because I guess he's that's like his competition is Eddie Murphy. And he watches and he's like, that's how he does it. I must steal that blanket. <laughs> Literally, when that happened, I was just like, hey, life is too short to be spent on this movie. And there's like a half hour left. So I so I stood up. I was like, you know what? My my parents and sister were gonna fish. I'm just like, you know what? Life is too short. So I went in the lobby, and they had, like, uh, trailer vision where you could watch the trailer for, like, Spider-Man 3 and all those. So I spent the rest of the last uh, 20 minutes in there because life was too short <laughs> to spend on that movie. But um, there's two movies 
that have ever happened that were so bad that I've seen in theaters that I was literally left speechless. <laughs> it was um, credits roll, you know, someone like my parents turns, my one of my parents turned to me and said, "So what'd you think?" And it's like ten seconds of just speechless. <laughs> one of them, you can probably guess. I is we, it one we've <laughs> talked about a lot. Yes, it is. <laughs> I was literally, I remember the. Because I was so excited. I don't, that week leading up to that movie was so exciting. <laughs> like, I rewatched... I skipped the um, Burton Schumacher movies because it's almost like <coughs> if you see... Like, if you watch Batman 99 and then you watch The Dark Knight, you might be like, oh, I just feel like I just watched this. You know, the first time he meets the Joker. Yeah. So I rewatched, like, the anime series and the movies. And I'm so excited. Well, I'm sitting there, and I feel like I've cracked the story because I've read the comics that it's based on. Yeah. And I watch it, and I'm just like, man, how's he going to... Because I knew he's going to come back to me in Batman. His back's going to be broken. There's going to be part where you think he died, but it turned out he faked his death. So I'm watching there, and I a little bit of marketing happened where I was pretty sure Robin was going to be in it. He was not. But um, what happened was, so we see it, and... um. What makes him become Batman again, if you remember? Uh, in, oh, wait, okay. So you're saying, like, when he decided to become Batman yes. again? What was the catalyst? You uh, don't know, do you? No. I, I, Dark Knight <laughs> Returns, which is what, it's based, what that part was based on, is about, you know, he's been retired for ten years, and he is miserable because, like... He'll go to bed and he'll go to the sirens. He's miserable because he wants to be Batman again. But um, Jason, the Joker murdered Jason Todd, who was the second Robin. So he felt like because he failed, like he had to quit. And like he hears the Batman voice in his head say, "No, this is who you are." So um, there's that. We talked about the scene earlier. Catwoman stealing his mother's pearls. That oh, was the yeah. catalyst. Oh yeah. What what was it? It wasn't Bane. It was, um, I'm tr- Alfred's like, you haven't been down here in a long time. I'm tracking my mom's pearls. <laughs> I forgot about that. And that's it's what such we- a minor thing. Wow. And literally, that's what starts it all up. When's the next time you see Bruce Wayne? He's following her to get those pearls. And then they're at the party and just like, those pearls do like better on you. But oh, I can't let you keep them. Gosh. So, and then it, we're just like, um, okay, Bane. So I'm just like, oh, okay. So I'm so I'm so hyped for this movie, and then I see the um, the Bane Batman fight, the first one where he breaks his back, because I know in the comics, it happens where um, Bruce is coming out from the Batcave and Bane is at Wayne Manor, and he does this great fight, and at the end he'll like toss him. He's at Goth, um, I think he's like on a building in Gotham. He says, "This is your savior." After he breaks his back and throws him like down on the street. And then you're watching this fight, and um, there's a, that really horrible dialogue. Yeah. You fight like a younger man. <laughs> I'm a move, but mistaken. <laughs> Just like boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> you merely adopted the dark cow's bonnet, mounted by it. <laughs> and then, like, um, he just breaks the back, and what happens? He gets thrown into that hole. Yep. And speaking of that hole, it's a rabbit hole. Anyway, yes. keep going. So, this is a therapy session right now. Yeah. We'll, we'll try not to talk about the Dark Knight Rises much after this. Although, we're getting up to that five-year anniversary. Yeah. But, Maybe. um, 
Oh my god. I, I don't want to say this. Maybe a commentary? No, let's not do that. <laughs> god, that'd be so it'd be so much sighing. Like, oh We would have to mark this explicit. <laughs> but um I remember just like okay. Just watching that and then you know the game for the Dark Knight Rises that they had for um like iPads they changed the story and it's a really good story. <laughs> so even the iPad game did better. Yes. Wow. But you're watching this and he climbs up that hole, you know, the first time. Yeah. Bum, 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 he falls. And then, um, if you can't tell, I just rewatched it. I'm still bitter about it. <laughs> and um, that's why I, I officially gave up a few weeks ago. I said, I'm, I'm done, and this time I mean it. <laughs> but, oh, God, what was it? So I'm just watching it, and you think, you know what would have been more interesting? Him trying to find his utility belt and, like, fighting all those guards. Oh, yeah. I remember he climbs, he tries to climb out that hole the second time, and then he falls. And literally, as he falls, so do my hopes. And I'm literally just like, you know, this movie kind of sucks. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, he, he finally climbs out of that hole, and no one bothers to stop him. Yep. No one calls Bane either, because he's so surprised. Impossible. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, then we get to that ending where yep. he runs away and the cop who just happened to be named Robbins. And I, literally, they knew for so long I was so excited. And it's like, credits roll, what'd you think? And I'm just in shock over <laughs> what I've just seen. Like, And my first words were, Tim Burton did it better because we've seen all of what Nolan was going to do. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? what, what? <laughs> and literally... We're walking out, and I'm just like, I felt like I got punched or something. <laughs> like, what, what was that? Like, <laughs> and then um, the other one I saw, kind of a little topical. So, I don't know if you've watched the Transformers movies. Uh, two of them, maybe? I know I've seen the first one. I watched the first one. I thought the first one was pretty good. It's decent. I saw the yeah. second one. I've heard things oh, about the Oh, boy. And it's long. It's two and a half hours of robots punching each other. And um, oh. once again, the I'm it, it wasn't even that to the credits. I'm, I turned to um, my, one of my parents was just like, what do you think? I'm just like, this sucks. <laughs> and the credits roll. I'm just like, what was that? So Transformers... Um, too, because I don't remember all the subtitles. Is yeah. the worst movie I've ever seen in theaters. That is that's, and they have a new one coming out. Yeah, I believe. Um, so have you thought of one? Oh man, I really like. I think the only my only reaction to movies is just that it's not good enough to even remember. <laughs> because like, the only movies that I can even that I even have in my mental log are the best movies I've seen. I don't, and I don't, there's nothing that I've been shockingly disappointed or negative about that has left a mark on me. But, um, Transformers, a new one, which I, oh, I guess opens, um, this week. Wait, what's the day today? Say June? It opens today, I guess. Oh. That's weird. On a Wednesday? Uh, I guess, you know. 
Uh, did, that I, did I just see 18% on Rotten Yes, Tomatoes? you did. <laughs> it is the lowest rated one so far. Wow. So, I mean. It's nice to know that that's what they put. Who, who knows? Nice. Millions, 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 millions into it. Millions. And you know what the thing is? 2014, okay? Do you remember what came out in 2014? Uh, a lot of things. We had, uh, um, you know, just as superhero movies, we had... Uh, we had Captain America Winter Captain Soldier. Captain <laughs> You've not seen that, have you? No. Shame on We've you. We've talked about this. Uh, you, barely we seen have um, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, which I liked, but a lot of people didn't. Um, we had X-Men Days of Future Past. Yeah. Have you seen that? No. Oh, that's the best <laughs> X-Men one. Oh. And we also had Guardians of the Galaxy. And um, the highest grossing one of 2014, Transformers 4. <laughs> And it goes 57 was the first one. Then it goes 19, 35, 18, 18. So, I mean, this morning it was at 16, but someone, it bumped it up. Oh, hey, look, there's an ad for Despicable Me 3, which for some reason has (laughs) uh, Groot, but with blonde hair. Well, that's his brother. Yeah, I know that, but (laughs) I was just, that's basically, he just looks like Groot with blonde hair. Um, oh, speaking no, of just... since we talk about Pixar, have you ever heard of Armand White? Uh, what's that? Armand White. What? <laughs> he, he's a critic. Oh. He's a professional troll. Oh. You know how so many Pixar movies have 99%? Yeah. He's why. <laughs> he rated them, he just trolls them or something? He literally will go the opposite of everyone else. Oh. <laughs> on purpose. Like, remember that movie Get Out? I was just thinking, that's 99%. Right. It was a hundred until until of because him. I have to say, I think that came out this year, right? Like February, because yeah. it's my favorite movie this year so far. Yeah. So yeah, he will. Um, he's the reason Toy the Toy Story trilogy almost was one where every movie had a hundred percent except for him. He's the one rotten review, I think. <laughs> wow, I didn't realize that there was a reason why they were ninety nine. Now oh. you know. If you ever go under ninety nine, he is the reason, and he. I guess for a while he was banned from Rotten Tomatoes, but then they <laughs> would make let sense. him come back. Yeah. So Get Out is your favorite movie of the year so far. Yeah, I've seen it. I've already seen it three times. Uh, In theaters or uh, on home video? Uh, it's, I've just seen it twice since, once theaters, twice since it came out. Yeah, I don't think I've seen a lot of movies this year. I think all I've seen, I think I've only seen three movies. Um, yeah, my favorite is um, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, is that it? There's only I mean, three? The, I, the only other one I've seen in theaters this year is Logan. I uh, saw... That yeah, that was this year. Man. I think... Yeah, I think I've only seen three. I've seen... Logan, I think, was the first one. And then... Beauty and the Beast live action. And uh, Wonder Woman. Good set. No, yes! I guess. I don't know. But, well, I didn't, I yeah, didn't I like didn't Logan, but... Um, um, but yeah, that is... So yeah, most movies. And to to think about it, how far are we from Spider-Man: Homecoming? Is it was that July or July seventh? Okay. Let's see. We got one week, two weeks away. Two. uh, If we don't count from this this Friday, it's two weeks from this Friday. Well, when this actually gets up, wait. I think when this gets uploaded, it's going to be that week. Yes. Yeah. Whatever day that week. So check out Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh boy! You know they already have one review come out, and people say it's um their favorite one. 
of all Spider-Mans. Yeah, but it sounds like the person didn't like the other ones. The, but oh, okay. I'm just like, you know, if it's accessible to someone if, who doesn't if like it's, the other ones, if it's good, you know, that's all I care about. Like, I don't. It's gonna be such a challenge <laughs> for me for someone to ever make um Spider-Man movie better than Spider-Man Two. But why not keep going? Yeah. As long as they're good, that's that's all you yeah. can really ask for. And um, yeah, I I'll be honest, I don't think it'll be as good as the first Tobey Maguire or the first Andrew Garfield. But I'm still excited for it. Yeah, I'm excited for it too. That's my um my my next movies I have to see this year, and that I want to see Wonder Woman like this or next week as soon as possible. Oh, you should. And then Spider Man Homecoming. Those are like the two movies and theaters i have to see um yeah also just so you know if you ever go see wonder woman you don't have to uh see bbs first because you know it's a prequel but all you need to know is that bruce wayne knows who wonder woman is and wonder woman knows that batman's bruce wayne okay because a little small little (laughs) boy that really has nothing to do and batman versus superman because it's in the trailer Batman vs. Superman, um, Bruce finds a picture of her because Lex Luthor was keeping all these tabs on, like, Wonder Woman, The Flash, and Aquaman. He finds a picture of her from 1918. And um, in the Wonder Woman trailer, you see that he sent a briefcase with the original picture. Oh. So he sees that. He's like, holy crap, she's aged very well. <laughs> <laughs> Those Amazon jeans. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And you know... I think this is our longest running yes, episode. Yes, it is. Uh, we actually went through news this time, I, uh, unlike last. You know, episode. I think we actually crammed a lot in here. This is a this is a content packed episode, it unlike is. the last episode. <laughs> the last one, good episode, which you yes. should check out, but less you know less actual news in that one. Yeah, that one. Look, we tried, but we tried, but you know, it's all about falling down that rabbit. It hole. is because there's nothing more important than that rabbit hole. Yep. So, yep, that's the com. Well, wait, that's comment section. Yes. No, the. And again. Also, check out our other podcast, Unwanted Answers. And now that we know the titles, we can continue we can telling you them. to check out comment section, the past episodes, future episodes, Unwanted Answers. All of it's on iTunes. Yes. All of it's on YouTube. Check it all out. Yes. And that's the end of this episode. Keep falling down that rabbit hole. Exactly.